Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Cast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, I'm your host, Brenton Yates, and joined, uh, as always, by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson, who uh, we've got back on deck for today. And yep. Matho, we've got a look at uh, a couple of pieces of um, uh, trophy and rug memorabilia that will be up for grabs on Thursday night. So we've got the National Sprint uh, Rug. Yep. And this is the uh, National Distance Trophy, trophy. for the State Divisional Finals yep. that we'll be having on Thursday night. Yeah, going to be wonderful races. And as you mentioned, great to have these. The rugs are beautiful. Yeah. You know, the, the, the participants really love those and the trophy as well. So um, not only when they win and then they can progress to the national finals, they get this wonderful trophies as well. Yeah, looking forward to it. So we'll get, uh, we'll cover it all off. We'll look at how it's uh, turned up to be as far as the sprint final is concerned, uh, what happened in the heats last week. We'll also have a bit of a look back to uh, the last month or so of racing, a couple of key features that we'll touch off on and we'll get stuck into a full preview as well of the, uh, the two big ones on Thursday night here at Angle Park. The Week in Review. Our Week in Review is brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co. We're proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our GAP SA greyhounds uh, in the GAP prison programs. They are based right here in SA. You can visit their website, uh, freshpetfoodco.com.au, for, uh, for more information. Uh, Matho, time to uh, look back at the sprint heats from last Thursday night. Yep. Uh, we had two heats in all. Uh, the first four made it through to the uh, the final. Yep. Um, obviously, the uh, the first of them, we had four runners uh, going yeah. around there, so they, they all qualified, but... Uh, boy, did we see uh, could be king at his absolute best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the small fields, of, and, and obviously with only four in the first heat, really suited could, could be king down to the ground. Coming back from the 595, I know the Rawlings team were, were looking at the dog progressing up to the 700 metres, maybe for the national distance. Okay. But the couple of runs over 595, I think they probably felt maybe go back to the 530 and what an outstanding performance it yeah. was. It was the right decision, it would seem. Yeah. Um, but running, you know, 30-35, um, we, we know he's such a good dog with clear running. He won the match race series um, earlier in the year uh, at Easter time. Yep. And it was sort of that type of race. He he really chased down hardcore on cam. Uh, the, he got a nice run into the race, but really powerful at the end and raced away, uh, winning by three lengths. Coron cam... Does what Corain Cam does. Yeah, leads, um, gives them every opportunity to run Coron Cam down, and on this occasion they did. But still, a really solid effort by Coron Cam and Basil Brush Rose. Again, walked out of the boxes yeah. and and was able to get into uh, into third place. And Springvale Max qualified. Springvale Max not racing as well as what he can. But obviously the first four all qualify for the national final. Yeah, I thought he got to the rail in plenty of time. Springvale Max in the early part, despite drawing the eight. Uh, could be King was a bit slow out. He was sort of back in the ruck early. And just going to that first bend, I was just a bit concerned about the lack of acceleration there. But then sort of when he went through the pen and then you could see that five or six length margin, he was just yeah. starting to eat into that. And then obviously really strong late, which I'm sure has got a bit to do with dropping back from that recent yeah. 595 well, racing too. You're a big one of that, Yates, yeah. aren't you? When they go, they get that 595 um, stamina, if you like, and they yeah. go back to the 530, they, they tend to perform more times than not. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it was a new PB for, uh, for Could Be King as well. Uh, the second of our state divisional uh, heats, 
taken out by Dasher Blue, who Richard mm. Pierce has got going in terrific form at the Amazing. moment. 30 and 56, the winning time there. Yeah, really good run. Uh, picket fence form for Dasher Blue and uh, really strong too. It, beginning a bit better as yep. well, I think. Um, and so was able to race up. Again, a small six-dog field, a smallish field, suited some of the stronger performers and Dasher Blue is definitely one of those. Uh, 30.56, which is good going because he really didn't see the rail at all. He was off the track for most of the race. Um, Springvale Maddie, good run, I thought. She began well and and um, she has really good speed early. So she'll be a bit of a player in the final when we get to that. It was a much improved run by her though, wasn't it? Like yeah. she, We hadn't seen that sort of run for a little bit and it was, it was good to see her fly the lids and, and get back to some of her better form around, around times that count. Well, she had been running over the shorter course through the North versus South Challenge. Yep. Um, and without a scrap of luck in any of those. So back to the 5.30, not as much early pressure, obviously, over the over the 5.30-metre journey and was able to, as you said, jump to the front, much better performance by her, which is really good to see because we know she's got plenty of ability. Yep. Um, and reality infrared as well for Kia Hurley, a good run, stepping up to this sort of open company. Um, is doing a good job for them. And their team is actually going really well, the Hurleys. And, of course, Ravers Army uh, qualifying into fourth spot. Uh, very unlucky in the early part of the race. Yep. Probably, if you line them up down the back, it was probably similar run home to Dasher Blue. There were sort of three lengths between them and sort of ended up about that in the end. Yep. Uh, so their run homes were quite similar. But I thought Ravers Army was a bit unlucky in that first part of the race. Yeah, I just think, I mean, we know how good he is over that middle distance. Just over the 5.30, just that... He wants to get to the rail and he doesn't have brilliant speed out. So he's always sort of needing that touch of luck, particularly in the early part of the event to get a spot. We know he's really strong uh, over the concluding stages. So again, he, he sort of did the job for Tim to qualify yep. and then it's sort of up to him in the final. Uh, now let's have a look back at a couple of other features. Uh, the champion puppy, uh, we have a look at that final. So we had a, a real hot favourite here. One last kiss for Bill Wadarczyk started yep. $1.28 yes. and was beaten. Uh, Footrod Fender taking it out for Bosco. Yeah, um, Bosco. I know Bosco was very happy after the event and he did comment on the four hours of study that I did <laughs> and, and missed his dog altogether um, because he felt it was a, his dog was was a much better run than Buzz the Hustler, which I sort of highlighted on the show at that time. And, and to be fair... Um, Foot Offender was a good run in the heats and, and produced it in the final. And, and I think the start was key for Foot Rot Fender in the champion puppy. Got a really good jump and was able to just sit right up on speed. Um, Buzz the Hustler, a really nice run. Again, even off the back straight, I thought it was still a chance. Copped a little bit of a check in trying to manoeuvre into second spot. And that sort of allowed Foot Rot Fender to have that winning break. Um, and Hurricane Carter, good run to run third after leading up. One last kiss, Yatesy, desperately unlucky. Mm. Um, Polax on the first turn. Hopefully for Bill Woodarchy, it's not one of these dogs that just tends to find some trouble. It's found a bit of trouble a couple of times, not of its own doing, mind you, um, but plenty of ability. And you know that short quote felt a bit bad for Bill because you know with average luck it probably wins, um, as we spoke about on the show, and it got none of it. So. Yeah, um, and they've both gone on to win as well, the first two dogs. Footrod yep. Fender, Buzz the Hustler have both gone on to win again. So the, the form line strength is is going to be quite good going forward. So uh, well done to Bosco and his team. Yeah, absolutely. I think the point you make, yeah, they've gone on one. The, the, yep. Whilst it was a small field, I think the, the depth is there. Um, and, yeah, 
can buzz the hustler really nice one at murray bridge recently over the 530 so probably a middle distance dog in the making and fort rock fender you know really exciting for bosco it's great to see them having some good success with yep. feature races i mean it was 18 years between drinks for them for the champion puppy when Bothing won it. Wow. Um, so they can they can definitely get them to go. So I'm glad they've got a nice one. Not unlike Bosco either to share his peace of mind with you, is no, it? No, 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 no. He was he was he was absent from the from the dais yeah. after the race, but he certainly uh, voiced his opinion afterwards. Uh, good on you, Bosco. <laughs> Keep it up, mate. Uh, now the North v South Challenge is the other feature, Matho, that just wanted to uh, to touch on. So this was the series that was run at Gawler and Murray Bridge in a heat scenario with the final yep. series at Gawler, and um, it was Dasher Blue who we've already spoken about for Richard Pierce taking out the final. What did you make of it all? Yeah, well, I mean, Drew Box won in the final and um, there was some scratchings, only a six-dog final we ended up with and he certainly had the advantage in the box draw and made full use of it. He was able to punch up on the first turn, as I said, as we said before in the show. The dog is beginning much better yep. um, and so was um, able to punch up, get a really good position um, just off the speed. Um, finish Whisper and Finish Surprise for... Um, Ryan uh, Tugwell and Lauren Harris both ran really well, set the speed in the race. But Dasher Blue, just the power, the last little bit of the race, the 531 at Gawler, really raced away to win by two and a half lengths. As I said, finished surprise and finished whisper, running good runs into second and third, um, which was the 500 metre edition of the North versus South. And we also had the short course edition of the North versus South, which was over the 400 metres. And that was taken out by the reserve Yates. Yeah. Um, Go Go Snow for Tamika Dunn and Michael Stewart. Um, I was a bit worried they weren't going to turn up because they only had the one dog in (laughs) for the meeting and it was the reserve. And um, I'm glad they did because it uh, ran a a bold race. And again, it was a dog like Springvale Maddie, as we spoke about. Hasn't been having a lot of luck in those short course races. Got um, Drew Box 3 and was able to lead and, and from there was never headed. I mean... Had Toby West chasing nice and hard, and we know Toby West goes really go- good, equal track record holder there at Gawler. And uh, and then Diesel Runner for third. So the North versus South was split again this year. The the North um, and South, it was one all. Yep. So the last two years, it's been one all. So who knows what might happen next year. Well, terrific. Uh, that's a look back at everything that's happened over the uh, the last month or so that's been of uh, some good substance. So uh, let's get into what it looks like on Thursday night. The preview up next. The preview. Uh, the preview is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Uh, free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the dogs SA and uh, get on board. As always, of course, uh, gamble responsibly. Well, uh, big night Thursday night, Matho. We've yep. got the state divisional finals of the uh, the sprint and distance. Uh, now, what's the path for the winner after here? Where, where do they go to for the uh, big final? Yeah, so um, each winner over the, the sprint and distance will qualify to be South Australia's representative for the national finals to be held at the Meadows Saturday, I think that about the 26th yep. of August. Um, so there's a couple of weeks. So the opportunity will be whoever qualifies, they possibly can jump across the border, have a trial, settle in um, if they know someone in Victoria. But I know uh, the Meadows and all that will look to assist participants from all over Australia yep. um, to get their dogs in the best possible uh, preparation for the finals. Uh, but really exciting. It's, it's one of the uh, series I look forward to every year because... 
on this night, Yatesy, um, on the Thursday night, all the state finals from across Australia are run. Yep. Um, Western Australia are on Wednesday night because of their programming, but every other state is run on Thursday night. There's Sky 2 coverage blocked out just for the, the state finals. Um, Lockie Stace will be doing a bit of hosting on Sky 2 Fantastic. for our feature races. So really looking forward to that. And it's a real showcase of the Nationals. So um, no doubt whoever qualifies for SA will, will represent us proudly at the National Finals and hopefully they have some luck there. The first job they got to do, Yatesy, yeah. is qualify. All right, well, let's have a look at the market and the box draw. So the, we'll start off with the distance. So under siege at $12. This is on the uh, the tab fix market. Uh, Zipping Neutron, $1.40, the hot favourite for the mm. state divisional final. Zoe Rose at $12, box three. Box four, Miss Artemis at $23. Uh, six dashing debit twenty three dollars. Seven bedrock Fred at five dollars fifty, and box eight Springvale Rex at seven dollars fifty. Matho selection zipping neutron looking to make it ten wins in a row a dollar forty. Wow, ten in a row dollar forty. Mm. Um, yeah, super hard to beat. I think again with sort of just even bad luck. I think he's the best stayer in the state, and he should prove that on Thursday night. Dollar forty, it's short enough, I think. Um, there's a few extra dogs in the mix um, this week, so. What are you looking to as far as the uh, dangers? Well, no, I think the dangers are still your your hardened performers, like your Bedrock Fred and your Springvale Rex. They're still the dangers because they've been there, done that, they've got form. But Zippy Neutron has shown he's got their measure. Yeah. I think the likes of Zoe Rose, though, which uh, for Tony Lagana, which does step up from the five ninety five to the seven. 30 it first go i mean that's a that's a tough ask but zoe rose has shown over the 595 it's had some adversity in its runs and been really powerful at the end so i think she could be one of the most interesting runners on the night about what she could possibly do but i mean i just i just don't think she can she could handle zipping neutron at this stage but i definitely think she can run a bold race and there's been very strong money support for her at some of those runs that you're talking about like she's been fancied for a a little while now it's probably a month or so where she's been really fancied by the market so that tells me she's going well Uh, this is another step it's both a step in in grade and distance and you know can she do it $12, $12, you can probably pay to find out. But, yeah. I mean, the thing with Zipping Neutron for me is lately what we've been seeing is just the same pattern. So bounce out pretty well, go to the first bend with some sort of position, yeah. into the home straight, really start to make the move, and then heading into the back, take over and sort of go away with things. It's probably hard for me to see how some of those experienced campaigners you spoke about turn the tables yeah. on what we've been seeing. So for me, that's hard for my mind to figure out as to how it happens. Trouble is the only thing that springs yeah. to mind for me for that to happen. And just the way Zippy Neutron's been boxing, I'm just finding it difficult to see that trouble happening. Well, I think that's a good point. I think perhaps... Um Earlier on, maybe a, a, a few months ago, maybe yep. box two, you might go, oh, I might get crossed or might then find a little bit of trouble. But he is beginning really well. Yeah. So I don't, actually, and whilst he's been coming from wider draws of late in small fields, I don't think box two is a real issue. Yeah. Are you saying? I mean, if it is, maybe he does like a bit of room. Yeah. Like a, so a little bit of space, but 
look, I, it's very hard for me to tip against a greyhound going for ten in a row. And look, a dollar forty might turn out to be pretty good in the end. Yeah. Um, so look, I've gone zipping neutron number two to beat Bedrock Fred. Uh, I think it's got to get over to the fence, Bedrock Fred, at some point in the race. Yeah. And I think to do that, it's going to be behind zipping neutron. So to peel that margin back, I don't see how that could happen. Um, I've whacked in Zoe Rose for yeah. third because a very interesting one who's coming through and has had good support. And Springvale Rex was the other one that I uh, I wound out the first four. So what are your first four numbers there, Matho? You know, I'm similar to you. I've uh, Zipping Neutron on top. I'll put Zoe Rose in for third, because uh, for second, sorry, I think because she can run a pretty big race, I think. Um, and then the two experienced ones, Bedrock Fred and Springvale Rex. Um, the other dogs that have stepped up into the race, Under Siege and Miss Artemis, are the other dogs sort of in the mix, if you like. Um Interesting to see how they go because Under Siege has been going really good for Don Turner. Yeah. Particularly probably at that sort of next level down um, has been going really good. So a good step up. And Miss Artemis has always shown in her races that she's always running home. So I think um, they could be some nice ones for the future. But um, definitely you've got to have Zippy Neutron on top. And, I mean, that would be an amazing effort to, to 10 in a row yeah. and then to represent SA. So, I mean, the dog's going super. So we wish them... All the best of luck in the run. All right. What about the uh, state divisional uh, final of the sprint? Uh, I've got the market here. Or have you got the box draw? Do you want to go through this one for us? Okay. Well, um, the market and the box draw. So one Springvale Matty, ten dollars. Two Springvale Max, ten dollars. Three could be King, three forty. Four Ravers Army at four sixty. Five Coron Cam, four sixty. Reality Infrared, thirteen dollars. Basil Brush Rose, nineteen dollars. Dash of Blue out of the eight. $4.20 in the reserves, Razzle Darrell 19 and 10 Fat Boys Lucky 21. The favourite for the race could be King at 340, but you've got four dogs there, Yatesy, that are effectively $3 to $4, uh, indication of sort of how wide open this is. Um, I suppose you go to you first. I mean, what's your take on the race? Probably where you think the main chances will, will land and. Yep. and because um, there's some speed and strength in the race. Again, yeah. A good mix. Yeah, there is. And a full field mm. as well, which is also going to be interesting given what yep. we saw through the heats with the smaller fields. You sure. know, who can handle what and who gets the luck and who doesn't. Um, look, a terrific betting race as far as the market's concerned. You spoke about those sort of three gray, four greyhounds that are within that dollar range or so. And then you've got... Springvale Maddie and Springvale Max who are just sort of hitting the double figures. So really you've got six that are probably really strongly in the mix. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I like Dash of Blue uh, purely because of what you spoke about, position in running and where the trouble may or may not be and where the speed and strength may or may not land. Yeah. So I see Curon Cam coming out and getting a pretty clear run directly underneath him early because there's Ravers Army and could be King drawn there. So yeah. going to be out a lot better than them. Getting over toward the inside and Springvale Matty, Booting through or Kuron Cam getting in front, don't know. But yeah. I know they'll probably be in the speed battle together. Maybe getting over, maybe not. Um, I see Dash of Blue. So you're saying box one in the uh, final of the North v South yeah. that was able to boot through and hold. But the key to that race, when it, where he won it in my view, is when he actually got off on the first turn because he came out, there was space, and he likes to be that two or three off mm. and then coming into it. So I think you said he was off a wide run and yeah. too, too good and strong. So that to me is where I think he likes to race. And that to me is where I think he's going to be able to get to because uh, Basil Brush Rose... 
It will walk out. Yep. Kuron Cam will have begun and have already pushed over, so you don't have to worry there. Reality Infrared will be trying to work in somewhere. Yep. To me, he's going to have this room underneath to move up and posse up, maybe about fourth, going around that first bend behind Springvale Maddie, Springvale Max possibly, and also Kuron Cam. Reality Infrared may be in that shuffle, but he's intelligent enough to stay off. Mm. He doesn't try and get down. You're going to have Raver's Army and Could Be King. I would think they're probably going to be going together at some point in behind that front group and looking for the same spot um, and maybe or maybe not bumping into each other. But, look, I thought Dash of Blue was going to get the clearest run. Yeah. Um, with the exception of the early leader, if they can get across and burn. Yeah. But your comments earlier to me, I feel, are true in about the early speed and strength in this race that... The early speed may not be able to hold off the strength if the strength can get a clear run. Yeah, if you know what I mean. So, what do you what do you reckon? No, no, I I agree with you. I might have a slightly different take of who gets yep. that run, mm-hmm. but I, my view is that the I think we both would agree. Coron Cam and Springvale Maddie effectively are the speed in the race, yep. but they do struggle to get a, a really strong five thirty. So they're a little bit vulnerable just at the end. They could easily win it with yep. a bit of trouble in behind. Yep. But I think probably our view is that one one or two of the stronger types are going to get a run, which is going to give them a, a, a shot at running down the leaders. Probably my take on it is, I agree with you, Curran Cam comes out and Springvale Maddie also comes out. Springvale Maddie likes to shift off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the only thing with Curran Cam, it might just take a, a little bit to maybe accelerate yep. past, if that's the case. Springvale Max, which out of the two, begins well but goes straight to the rail. That's where he will Look, be. Here's the thing with him. like Ideally, if you're mapping it, he probably slots into the spot. He's got the run, but yeah. The last week for me was just, I just couldn't have him on that run because yep. he got to that spot anyway last week and couldn't really finish it off. He got yep. passed in the end by Basil Brush Rose, I think it was. So... Look, he sets up to actually get the best run in the race. Great, But just the lead in form, I just can't sort of find him. Agreed, yeah. I'd say that the Springvale Max, to be to be fair, of a couple of months ago, yeah. gets the gun run and it's the doctor beat. But he's just not in that sort of form, it would seem. But he does. He will go straight to the rail and be riding behind the speed. I think for me, could be Kings, possibly the dog, that will actually get the run and push up on the first turn and into the catching pen and then be able to just sort of shoulder his way out and get some clear running. Yep. That's what I'm thinking because if Max goes to the railway behind the speed, could be King. So long as he doesn't, again, it's with could be King. And I know you're a huge fan of this dog that um, so long as he doesn't just sort of want to come out on the first turn, he just holds his line. I think the run will appear for him into the catching pen. Do you think he's out quicker than Raver's Army? Yeah, I think he can. I think Raver's Army wants to go straight to the rail. And I think even if they come out together, Raver's Army will look to come behind Could Be King. But ultimately, Could Be King, if he gets crossed by Raver's Army, then he's going to end up being too far back, I'd say. But I think he'll come out good enough, hold a spot, and maybe range up to the outside of Springvale Max and maybe sort of shoulder his way out, is what I'm thinking. Yep. My thing with Dasher Blue, agree totally what you've said. He's going to get a nice run across because the sp- there's no speed around him. Um, definitely Br- Basil Brush Rose, no speed. Reality Infrared does come out, but as you said, we'll be looking to get yeah. in somewhere. So I think he has the clear running. It's just, I almost think it's a little bit of like who beats who to the spot. Yeah. If Dasher Blue gets to that spot, dog to beat. If Coron Cam can come through the inside and get to that spot, then he's the dog to beat. I'm taking a slightly different view. 
um, that could be king can, can get that run. I do think though that they'll chase down the leaders, but I'd be I'd be very mindful of could um, Kuron Cam if it was able to begin accelerate away get get straight past Springvale Maddie. I think he could pinch a nice break as well. So I definitely think he's in the mix, but I just think they're going to be coming late. The the other thing to throw into the equation is if Ravers Army begins a bit better. Yeah. Like to me, the bad luck was very costly. I'm tipping Dash of Blue, as I said, but that race could easily have gone the other way had they posited in different sections last week. And Ravers Army lost two or three lengths going yep. to the first turn and was beaten that margin in the end. So he's clearly got the quickest time on the board. Yep. 30 and 14, the best that we've seen uh, seen Ravers Army go. So I think it's well and truly in the mix, but I think it shapes up to be a terrific yeah. final, a, th- a really good final. I think with those two, I think the key for both could be King and Ravers Army, their chances depend on who's in front of the other, I think. Because if Ravers Army, as you said, is in front of could be King, that means he's on the back of Springvale Max. Right, and so then he's not that far away from the speed, and the runs there. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely in the mix. I mean, it's a it's a wide open race. I mean, uh, it's a reflection probably of a lot of our free fallers in recent weeks that have been going around. Um, it's a it's a good mix of our, our of our best dogs in the state, and yep. no doubt whoever can qualify will do us proud in the, in Victoria. All right, selections. I've gone uh, Dash of Blue number eight to be three. Could be King. Four Ravers Army, and uh, I just couldn't help tossing Springvale Max in, just where I thought yep. the, the run would be. So eight, three, four, and two, and that's leaving out the speed in the race. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I like Could Be King. I th- I'll have Coron Cam to run second. I think Springvale Maddie can hang on for third, and I do like Dash of Blue for fourth. But, again, I think... Um, like a lot of our feature races, the run to the first turn is going to be crucial um, to see who can either pinch a break or who gets that beautiful sit. Okay, uh, Matho, best bedtime, Thursday night. What okay. have you come up with as the uh, one to put the star next to? Okay, well, we're going to get, normally I'm going race 12 and people are telling me, can we get an earlier best bet? Because, <laughs> you know, some you know they, they're happy to wait till race 12, but, you know, they want a bit of money to play with get during the night. Get to reinvest, yeah. I know. So we're going to go race one and it's number two. Wow, okay. Race one, nice yeah. and early, get your money early. Number two, she's all cheek. These are heats. Uh, sorry, these are a final from heats that were run on Saturday morning. She's all cheek. Won, um, won their heat. Was was quite impressive. A little bit of adversity uh, in the run. Yeah. Landed second, but um, was too strong over the concluding stages. Beaching Gucci Gibbler. I think the dog will get a very, very similar run, drawn a lot closer to the rail. Uh, really hard to beat for Kim Johnson. Another kennel going really well, um, yeah. as we mentioned, Kia Hurley, but Kim Johnson, uh, they're definitely going quite good for her. So I like race one, number two, She's All Cheek on Thursday night. Yatesy, what did you like? Uh, I've gone race three. Uh, number one, Zipping Mahalia. I thought they were probably going to be just two in the market here, yep. um, contending. So Call Me Jakes, uh, box seven for, for Bosco. Uh, and zipping Mahalia off the inside for Nikki Price, who, uh, look, she'd put back-to-back wins together uh, here at Angle Park. One of those from an inside draw started $1.30, booted up and led. I expect she's going to be red figures, but I'm, yep. I don't think it's going to be crazy. I yeah. think, like, $1.75, I'm hoping it will be available. Um, the, the problem I've got with Call Me Jakes is from the draw. So I, yeah. I think he definitely wants the rail, and seven, I think, could be a bit of an issue. So we'll go race three, number one, Matho, Zipping Mahalia. 
Excellent. Well, you'll know. You also know with some of Bosco's team, if they're supported yes. in the market, you know that they reckon they're a chance. So if he's around, just stays around the normal price, and I think you're good, Yatesy. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. There's the uh, the big preview of uh, Thursday night. So there's the distance trophy, yep. the sprint rug, and we'll find out who represents South Australia in Melbourne uh, this Thursday night for the sprint and distance time.